Broadcasting live from Thanksgiving Tower, you are now listening to the Dollars in Decision podcast with guest hosts Mike Ross, Melinda Stone, and Tecumseh Graham, and your host today, Mr. Matthew Gaddy. Hi everybody! Welcome to the Dollars and Decisions podcast. Where our goal is for is to become your reliable source for personal development through intelligent trading and investing. Like we just heard in the intro, Mr. Mike did. My name is Matthew Gaddy. To my left, I have Miss Melinda Ross. Melinda Stone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. I know a Melinda Ross. That's why I said that. Melinda Stone, because if you Google Melinda Ross, you'll find somebody completely different. Melinda Stone, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Mr. Mike Ross. Hello, here. I decided both of y'all were going to be one person. (laughs) (laughs) And to my right, Mr. Kev, find his phone. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Tecumseh Graham. (laughs) (laughs) He's left out, but it's okay. But uh, here at Dalton Decisions, uh, our three core pillars that we have are learn, trade, earn, invest, and trade. And the past two weeks, we've been going over learn and invest. And today, our topic is about trading. Now, trading is almost a method of exchange. You're giving up something that you have in order to get something that you don't have. And it's also an effective way for you to obtain information and just get things that you want. You're utilizing skills and talents that you have to get something else in the future. Uh, That's what we're going to be talking about today, uh, how we've experienced trading in our own lives, whether that's through Forex, like we're all trading, there's a stock market, whether that's just life experiences or other things that we've traded and how it's affected us and how you can learn from our experiences and apply it in your own life. So at its basis, trade, I know, right? You can hear the clapping on the background. There's a there's a seminar or something going down. So, right? Exactly. We're not getting applauded. Exactly, though. Exactly. It was great. Um, when it boils down to it, trading is nothing more than value exchange. You're exchanging something you have that you've determined is lesser value for something that you feel is higher value. So I wanted to ask you guys and pose the question, how do you, de- how do you rate, uh, how do you evaluate the things that you're trading along with the things that you're giving up to trade. Does that make sense? Do I need to ask the question again? No, that makes sense. Okay. I think with anything that you do, uh, anything that you trade off on, there is, has, has to be one thing, it has to add value, like you said, or it has to get you to a specific place. Uh, with trading, you do have risk, which does encumber loss, possibly. But if you can mitigate your risk properly, then the loss will be minimized to the point that it doesn't affect you from moving forward. So whether you're, uh, if you're trading an investment or when people invest, they give their money to a broker or they trade it in the market and they're expecting a return. Most uh, financial managers, they're telling you that you're, they're going to give you a specific return over a period of time. That's that's what the gauge is. Do we know if you're going to uh, accumulate, accumulate that particular uh, percentage amount that you're going to get? 
no, it's not guaranteed. And they, they tell you up front in the documentation that you sign. So the same thing is that when you set out on a journey to do something and you're trading your time for a new position or a new job, you have to make sure that the benefits far outweigh the potential loss. Okay, that makes sense. Unless you guys have. Um, I was just thinking like you, sometimes people trade their time they think it's gonna be a good investment, but many mm -hmm. times, like if you could have a job that they tell you these certain things are gonna happen and then when they don't deliver, mm -hmm. that's when you reevaluate your investments. Yeah, because yeah. that, that trading into that investment didn't pay off. No. What you got? Mr. Stoic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mike pretty much summed it up. I mean, you're gonna, when, when you trade off something, you're, you're doing it in the hopes of uh, returning a profit, so to speak, whether that's intellectual profit, a monetary profit, you know, physical profit, profit. Yeah. you know, however it goes. But, you know, you got to be, you got to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, and sometimes you really don't, yeah. but, but it's worth it. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, just like when you eat the cake. Exactly. <laughs> but you'll sometimes learn either way. Sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it is. Exactly. They cost you little. They cost you a lot. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah, I just think like um, when I think about trading, it kind of boils down to what you want. Um, just like for me, I hate cats. So it doesn't matter. You can give me the most expensive cat in the world and be that's like, pretty, that's pretty strong. No, I do. I do. I hate cats. And so, like, you can give me the most expensive cat, like, this cat's worth $5 million, what's up to you for five bucks? I'm not going to care, because I don't want a cat. But would you not take him and buy it? That's a whole complete difference. That's called a flip. Talk about straight up trade. Straight up trade, y'all can keep that cat. But you have to understand what you want out of life, because you have a situation like that where someone's trading, trying to give you something, and if you don't want it, then that automatically lowers the value of it because you need to understand what you want out of life and look and see what are opportunities that I can pursue that will give me what I'm looking for. Cause you can't just pursue everything. That's a waste of time, energy, and focus. So you have to know what am I looking for? What am I willing to trade? And is what I'm trading in order to get this particular thing worth uh, this transaction happening? And if it's not, should you continue to still do it just because you want to be introduced to certain types of certain types of people or be in a certain type of environment? You have to analyze all those things. So you might trade yourself on something you know that's going to fail, like that particular project, but because you ventured into that project, you know people that you don't know. Your face is in places it hasn't been before, and there's other payoffs that aren't strictly tied to whatever that transaction is. So just know what you want and just figure out, figure that out. You can figure that out you'll be like you'll be halfway there <laughs> that the, the older i get the more it's evident trading whatever mm. is very valuable yeah. and getting more and more valuable yeah. as time goes on well, i mean it's the, basically it's the, it's the under it's the underlying system really of all business yeah people right. don't you know you know you have you start off somewhere and you're actually you trade you barter you sell things. You have to remember that that's why things are being marketed and researched because they have a certain price point that they are. When somebody realizes and evaluates those genes are too high, 
they have to lower the price for them to sell. So there's always negotiating uh, tactics that you do that you trade for one thing for another. Right. So kind of kind of going off of that, and this is a different question I just thought about. How do you guys think about risk and reward? Whenever we're in a trading, um, whenever in a trading environment, we're always going to have the risk that it fails and reward that it works. How do you guys go about evaluating that? And do you have a personal <laughs> risk reward ratio that you try and pursue? I do. I, uh, the, anything in risk and reward, and I'm just speaking from a business standpoint, it should at least at a minimum be one to one. But for the most part, you should look at, at, at anything above one to two, one to three or higher as, as your optimal um, risk ratio. So it, if, if you're risking something and you have very little return on it, I think that's a bad investment. Now you could you could just be in the in the process of, of of a business or a venture where you know that that capital is upfront and it's protecting whatever you're selling or trading or doing. But you have to remember at any moment in time, if that if that trade goes the opposite way or whatever you're selling, people don't buy it anymore. And this is an example. Okay, so. You, Everybody had this trend called pet rocks or whatever, and it was you bought this pet rock. So th they sold for a dollar twenty five, a dollar fifty, or whatever. But if you went out and you took three hundred thousand dollars and you invested in the pet rock to to sell them to make your money back or double your money back, then you and you realize all of a sudden that trend disappeared. Guess what? You're stuck with a whole bunch of pet rocks. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, that's that's the evaluation of what you have to look um, at what you're doing. So that's my opinion on risk ratio. You yeah. the landscape. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, that's where you reevaluate. All of a sudden, you got pet rocks as, as the landscape. landscape. <laughs> you guys have one. You guys have a way that you evaluate. With me, it's more about time because I'm trying to do so many things and it's just evaluating what's worth my time. Just like coming up here, doing this every Tuesday night with y'all and you guys see it live on Mondays, but, but this is very much worth our time to make to make something happen for the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, I'm sure Matthew and I, I don't call him Matthew, so it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> but we risk getting into, uh, we risk getting into altercations every night when we come up here with yeah. our significant others, but we yeah. know that it's worth it. <laughs> so they just have to understand, even though I'm gonna go home and be in trouble later, but it's worth it when I get to buy you whatever you wanted, though. You know, when we get to spend that good quality time, so that risk to reward ratio happens to be worth it. So you just gotta you gotta understand it. Right. This goes back to I'm always keep going back to understanding yourself because one thing you don't ever want to do is trade your your time. You don't ever want to make a one to one trade for your time. And put it that way, don't ever make a one to one trade for your time. 
if it means you got to spend some money to figure out what someone else learned, like has 15 years of experience and you can get it for like $500, that means for $500, you don't have to struggle for the next 15 years. So whatever it takes, whatever it costs, uh, within reason, don't go completely broke, but you never want to just trade one-to-one for your time. Because if you're trading one-to-one for your time, you're really being inefficient because with the internet and we have programming and we have YouTube and all kinds of stuff. If you want, really want to know something, you can get on the internet and learn it all for free. Now, it's going to take you four times as long as you just went ahead and paid for that $500 <laughs> course. But you can learn that. And if you have if you have that time to look it up yourself, go ahead and do it. I was real guilty of that because I'm confident in myself and I know I can learn whatever I want. But it was taking me too long to find the information I needed. And I didn't want to have to keep reiterating every time I failed. So if there's something that you want to know, don't be scared to pay for it. It's okay. Because worst thing that happens, you wasted $500. Best thing that happened, you never have to work again. I'll trade that. I mean, even in that aspect, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to discipline yourself because you're going to have to trade off whatever you were doing to learn that skill anyway. So that that's a trade in itself. Yeah. So you're going to have to, you know, not be sitting on the couch, you know, not be, you know, being lazy and doing, that, doing whatever it was that you were doing in the first place. You're going to have to trade in that old thing for, for being disciplined yeah. and, and learning that new skill. Because, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess I'm just speaking for everybody in the room here. If I pay five hundred dollars for a course, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn something. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. I'm, I'm gonna learn something. For sure. I think when money's involved, I think everybody's gonna learn something. You know what for I mean? Sure. I think what you I think what you actually really pay for is you pay for the the uh, the pitfalls. That's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You're paying for the the areas where you might have a pitfall, or even if it's still somebody just to talk to you in your ear. Uh, I follow NASCAR all the time, and one of the best things that, that people don't realize about NASCAR is that there's a guy talking in the guy's ear that's driving that's a spotter. He lets him know everything that goes on around him so he's able to navigate around the field. So mm-hmm. I think that's a that's that's always a great advantage. Also, you want to pay for things because you only value things you pay for. You only value things you pay for. Go get something for free, see how you treat that. Go pay $500 mm-hmm. or something, see how you treat that. You and value things you pay for. You need to remember that with that child you're having. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I'm, I'm not broken in advance. I'm not going to speak that over myself. <laughs> but it is a lot of money. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I'm just saying, spoiling your children oh. if they don't have some kind of oh, effort involved. Listen, everything I paid for, my child is going to get. So she better be ready to go through a $7,000 course on how to become a better person at age seven. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we reuse stuff in my house. Yeah. It's uh, my birthday, Dad. I don't care. <laughs> Listen to this tape. Birthday. Yeah. Open this tape. Yeah. <laughs> So um, let's kind of move from more just talking about trading in general to more specific examples. Um, We've all traded things in our life, and you've traded things in your life too, even if you don't know it. Um, But we're kind of talking about us right now. We're going to help y'all. We're going to help y'all out a little bit. (laughs) What are some things that you've traded in your life um, that was kind of major, that was kind of a stretch trade for you? Um, Did this have an effect on you? And initially, once you made that trade, and what was the end result? For me, it was time. Mm. Uh, when I had my sons, 
I decided to start a daycare at home because I still had to make an income, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to be away from them. So I just started a child care and I thought I would do it for a few years. Well, I ended up coming to the census that they do need me there as a child, mm -hmm. but even more so as a teenager, it's even more important to be there. Mm -hmm. So I did it for 18 years. Mm -hmm. So I gave up going out and doing a career, but if had times had been differently, if we had smartphones back then, <laughs> I could have been trading, learning the Forex mm -hmm. at that point and doing day daycare. Yeah. So I don't regret giving up 18 years of time because created two well-adjusted sons. And mm -hmm. So, yeah, time. <laughs> I, I think, uh, well, I'll follow Melinda because we're older, um, so we have gone through some different things. I think you, uh, along the way, because uh, I've been in business for uh, myself for the longest, you, you're always trading up something and you're usually, sometimes it's something that you love. Uh, the difference is, is that you just have to make or have decided that what you, you're doing, you love so that you can trade it. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? What you're, what, what you're doing and you're trading for, you have to love it. If you love it, then you can, you can bypass some of the 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 things that you're gonna what i call it that you have to dredge through you know what i mean if you're not married sometimes it might be a relationship or a long distance relationship but things are changed now uh the world is a different place right now so back when i like when melinda and i we were going to school uh if you had a long distance relationship you're talking about three four hundred dollar amount phone bills yes you know what i mean where, no where, i mean where, where now you got texting facetime you can talk and and be in the somewhat in the same room with an individual uh but, you know and I, the guys are shaking their head <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> not in college yeah. <laughs> not in college but, well, but but the trade but the trade off there is that now everybody has access to you too right. yeah you know, i mean and, they, <laughs> and, that, and that is true there's a there's a, there's, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a double edged sword there's a little there's a little there's no more anonymity going on i mean you could you can but at at some point in time you have to surface like like i you my dad was a very stickler about going out and he had a strict curfew because he was always serious about insurance and different things like that. So when we would go out. It was never that he could ever find you when you were finally out of the house. He just kind of had to wait until you came back home to ground you. He had to wait until you came back home to ground you. But now, nowadays, like with my niece, my sister-in-law and brother, they can pick up their phone and they can track that cell phone. And then you'd be like, she's like, I'm over at so-and-so's house spending the night. And like, Bring no, <laughs> it shows you're downtown of commerce. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's various things that, that you trade off on. But my biggest thing is, is that whatever you do, uh, the biggest way to avert that is that you have to be passionate about what you're trading and love what you're doing. Yeah. And so if the, you're not 
in love with what you're doing, you start to resent what you're doing. And that's going to inhibit your progress if you hate what you're doing. You'll never get good <laughs> and nobody at wants to be around you either. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You'll never get good at it. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I will I will share something a little more personal. Uh, I traded in my temperament uh, years ago because when I was younger, I had a very I, I, I've been known to have a very hot temper. Nobody would ever know that now because mm. I'm so even tempered. I know. <laughs> but, Goodness. But, but when I was younger, I was very much into getting in fights, and I wouldn't really talk much. I would just, I would just hit you, <laughs> and that, <clears throat> that would be our conversation. But as I got older, and I got in trouble for that, and I spent some time in the system for that. Uh, I, I began to learn that this is not, you know, this is not worth it, and especially because I'm not even the type of person I've never. I've never sold drugs, anything like that, even being where I'm from. I've never been into that type of lifestyle. You know, I always thought about things from a different perspective <clears throat> and wanted to be intelligent. So I was like, well, I, I can't uh, I can't be too intelligent and be behind bars. That's not going to do me any good or anybody else any good. So, you know, is is it's taking out my temple on certain things and, you know, let, letting things get under my skin really work this. Uh, you know, it, when you start to see it bother you and more so bother, you know, affect other people, you know, it's affecting your parents, affecting, you know, your friends and then affecting your overall reputation. And you start to get, you know, stereotyped as somebody who's never going to be anything. You know, you start to, well, I, I would hope if you're in that type of situation, if you can relate to that, you start to really reflect within yourself like this is not, um, this isn't worth it. You know, and I, I know I can be better. Why can I not trade? Why can I not trade the energy that I have into putting into my, my bad temper into something positive and flip that mm -hmm. and, and, and do something good with it? Because you can put that same passion that, and it's going to sound bad, that same, that same passion I had in the uh, bashing people's faces in, I can, I can put that same passion, <laughs> I put that same passion into reading a book or something instead and, and, you know, and do it that way. That's my thing, you know, I didn't really trade trade in my, my attitude. And, I mean, so far and, and, and since I've done that, it, it's been it, it's been a, a life changer for me. And it's so funny now because anytime people besides cooks in here who knows me personally and has witnessed this at one point in time. I know something. But <laughs> It's not as bad. It's not bad before. But since then, it's it's been fun to hear people be like, "Man, you you fight, you know, you get mad." I'm like, "Yeah, I oh. would never have guessed that." Like, no, exactly. Nobody, nobody ever knows. That. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I like, well, most people. Eighty percent. When he says he goes to the gym, he's lifting all that weights. I knew something. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mine. <laughs> Um, for me, my thing that I've really traded is my perspective on things. Um, about what was it, four or five months ago, I really decided that I was going to evaluate everything. I, what I thought was the truth is where this is going to sound really weird. I promise I'm not, not being a Christian. <laughs> no more. This is going to sound really weird for about five seconds. Um, but I, I really started to think and I was like, <clears throat> what I have in life right now is not what I want. 
So I said, I'm gonna look at for people that do have what I want and see what they think about stuff. Like, how do you how do you move about your day? What do you think about this X, Y, and Z? And the more I began to do that, the more I began to understand like how mental things are. Like everything is mental. And being able to trade my perspective on what I think was right for what they were saying, as long as it made sense. Not, not as long as it made sense, but as long as it wasn't comprehend compromising my faith um so i'm not gonna be out like killing babies or nothing but i do need to understand like how how does energy work how does like you're talking about energy transmutation works where you take energy that you have for emotion and you use it to do something productive how do you uh how does law of attraction work how do you attract things into your life how do you find people to be around how do you get new friends things like that so um, my thing was perspective because it's been really weird and it's interesting seeing thought patterns that you didn't know really existed show themselves and you actually seeing them for what they are. And it's really eye-opening when you stop and think about what you're thinking and why you're thinking that. And you begin to look at yourself as almost like two people. It is weird, super weird. But uh, promise I'm not crazy. I'm not going to kill nobody. But <laughs> it's just weird when you think about it like that. And that's what I've been trading. Uh, it's just perspective. Um, so Matthew, so Matthew's crazy. <laughs> we will be we will be having a new host next week. <laughs> he doesn't like crickets running by. Him. He doesn't like cats at all. I think you keep them all. Are you allergic to cats? I am allergic to cats. Well, that has something to do. Yeah, I'm not like a person. I act like man. Act like okay. This is the best comparison I've ever heard about dog and cats. Cats. Uh, with dogs, you bring them food, and they're like, okay, God, you must be God. Cats, you bring them food, they're like, I must be God. <laughs> that's just how they act. I, I ain't never like That's never liked so it. true. Well, we're getting kind of close to the end of this particular episode, but I know Mr. Ross has an announcement for y'all, and I'm going to pass it over to him. Thank you, guys. I wanted to just uh, introduce the actual Dollars and Decisions crew to you guys. Uh uh, Dollars and Decisions actually is a seed. It's a seed that uh, we are planting and actually the seed has already been planted and it's starting to grow. So uh, at the helm of the podcast is Mr. Matthew Gaddy. He's our mindset guru over here. Out of way of the <laughs> he is. He's sharp. He's a sharp young man. He's in his 20-something. Mr. Tecumse Graham over to my left. You can't really see that, but he is our social media specialist. He's the one that actually put together everything that you see on the website, both of the content and much of the content come from both Matthew and Tecumseh. They're both young gentlemen. They both have earned their degrees and actually their uh, counterparts in the engineering field, somewhat like myself. And over to my right is the female of the group is Miss Melinda Stone. She keeps us grounded well well structured and and not doesn't let us get ahead of ourselves she actually refers to herself as the mom <laughs> <laughs> she's not my mom <laughs> but um but no, no, but each each one of them brings to the table something that I could not actually be able to help give you guys. Um, and that's the credibility of the group. Uh, the reason why this group is 
is um, I was listening to Steve Harvey earlier this week, and he told the story of a, of a gentleman that was asked Steve to go see his his mother that was dying in bed, and and she was he needed support. He actually felt that he was probably going to break down, and he knew Steve could actually handle it. So they went in to um, see his mother who was dying, and she looked at him and she said, "Baby, you know I'm not going to be here for much longer." And he was really sad and stuff like that. And she asked him one question: "Do you know who your great grandfather is?" And he said, "No, I don't know." And she said, "It's because he didn't leave you anything. He left you nothing behind." So what dollars and decisions is is that it's something that we want to leave behind for you to help you get through this brave new world. Things aren't the way they are. Things are a lot different than they have been over the past 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And they're gonna evolve even more. Uh, my biggest fear is, is that many of you are going to be outsourced. And I don't say that just to be, you know, kind of robotics and engineering phase, but many of you in the jobs that you do will be outsourced. And if you do not have a skill and provide a way for you to live, you will be actually pushed aside in this world. So, and I say this only because myself, I've been an entrepreneur for 26 years. I, 26, at the age of 26 was the last time I've got a W-2 from somebody for employment. And, and the math on that, so that you guys know this, 9,256 days where I've had to go out and actually get my own paycheck. And the biggest thing that I thought I could give back to you is a way to understand the financial market, a way for you to know how to make money if you needed to. Because there, if the world was in calamity, there will be certain things that actually will be needed. Water, food, money. Whatever system is, whether it's cryptocurrency or whatever, there will be something that will be needed to be bartered for. And you will have to trade something, which ties into today's conversation. But what I want to do is that I wanted to give something back. So what I did was is that I planted a seed. And the seed and, and the Lord blessed me with bringing these three individuals here to me. And what we've done is that we've been able to put this content out for you. And it's up to you however you use it. We want more people to come to the table. We want more people to be a part of this. We want to build a community. We want a tribe. We want a financial revolution. We want the people that don't have to have and know how to have and give it to their children. The thing that the lady told the young man when she was dying about his grandfather and not knowing that he didn't leave him a legacy is that she told him, go out and leave a legacy for yourself and your family and your kids and your kids' kids so that that way they'll know who their great-grandfather was. And that's all I have to say. Dollars is a decision, is a blessing for me. It's something that it, uh, God bestowed upon me one night like a lightning bolt, and it happens to be about giving back, and that's all. So back to Matthew. Uh, there's a lot of nuggets in there, but I'll get all of them today. Uh, <laughs> So one, we live in a world of abundance. So don't feel like 
if you since you haven't started now it's too late to start never too late to start there's enough for everybody look at all the grass on the ground even though we have all these buildings going up there's still grass everywhere we live in the world of abundance <laughs> secondly the power of an idea power of an idea started in mike's head and now here we all are recording this podcast this podcast was an idea at one time so don't don't, don't ever doubt yourself uh everything's a progress everything is a process i'm sorry everything's a process so just because you're in a place where you feel like you can't do it does not mean you can't do it. Um, might take some time, might take some struggle, but it is definitely possible. Um, okay, we're at the end. I had to check my notes real fast. <laughs> well, lastly, want to thank you all for spending this time with us. We uh, hope that we gave you something of value that you could, could use in your endeavors and your pursuits that you have in your daily life. If you want more information about what we talked about? I had this wall. I'm sorry, but <laughs> shut up. <laughs> if you need more information about what we talked about today, make sure to check out the Dollars and Decisions podcast. Dollars and Decisions is all one word. Uh, all one word dot com. We can check out the written articles that accompany these. Check out our book list. Check out our new podcast that we have. It's on the right hand side if you haven't seen it. And also make sure to subscribe so you can get alerted to when we post new content. A new book series is coming up on Friday, so make sure you check that out, too. And we just have a lot of stuff. I've been talking for a while. So make sure (laughs) that you check all this stuff out because we work real hard putting together good stuff for y'all. So make sure you have a good day and check us out. That's all. Peace! (laughs) Bye. Learn the best trade.